Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts that song to my Spotify yesterday. Oh, it makes me feel good inside. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. Thanks. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, hey guys, uh, you can go to restaurants now. Are you going? 651-641-1071. Are we doing it? Are we doing Are it? Are we doing this right now? I don't know. It's hard, man. I'm I'm here for it, but I don't know. Okay. So uh, 651-641-1071. People, what are we doing? What's going on? Are you going to the restaurants? And I've seen people already going to restaurants. And I think like for me and my own personal level of comfort, I think I'm comfortable going to restaurants on the outside for right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, maybe not the inside part yet. Are you like me where it changes from moment to moment, too? Okay. Yeah, because I also have talked to my friends um, uh, about, like, should we do brunch? But then, like, Jamie was like, well, how are you going to social distance at a table? Right. Because you can't social distance at a table. But I'm like, but the restaurant's open. So do I have to? Like, how does... So it's that kind of, like, math that I'm trying to do in my head right now. Like... Mm -hmm. Should I just not be doing this yet? Should I? Should we go get food and go sit in a park somewhere? Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's, I don't know. And yes, it's changing constantly. It's true. And, you know, so, and then there are little things, like you'll read certain things, like about those two barbers in Missouri who both had COVID-19 yeah. and saw 140 different people and cut their hair. Oh. You want to know why they think nobody got sick? Oh, why? Masks. Oh, okay. So that's my uh, plug for wearing a mask. Yeah, again, it's there's so much information out there. Uh, the information is changing constantly, so it's hard to keep track of it, but you kind of just have to. It's like a lot of things you don't want to do in life. Mm-hmm. Welcome to life. Mm-hmm. Hi, welcome to adulthood. Uh, and welcome to being, you know, a relatively free human being on planet Earth. You have to do some work in order to make yourself feel comfortable. You can't just like go, hey, tell me what to do. You have uh, options. And I'm sure a lot of people are just like, yeah, I'm not even going to think about it. I'm just not doing it. And and I think that's a perfectly acceptable response as well. Well, you got a few people who have some opinions. Good. Perfect. Uh, six, five, one, six, four, one. 1071. Uh, restaurants are open. Are you going? Holly, who do we have first? Sharon Lee. All right. Hello, Sharon Lee. Hi. Hi. Uh, restaurants are open. Are you going? Nope. Nope. You know, there's two reasons why. Because um, I've gone to a lot of stores where they just don't even 
do the six foot distancing anywhere hmm. and um and especially uh younger people they i don't know they maybe they don't think they'll ever get it mm-hmm. but um so and then i've seen restaurants where um they might keep the tables apart but then you've got everybody sitting really close together mm-hmm. so it just doesn't make any sense and some people wear the gloves but if they're touching everything yeah. then it's just like hands and what they might as well not wear gloves. Yeah, exactly. And the other reason, sorry, I'm grooming. The other reason <laughs> is that, um, you know, I, I don't get people in that. Um, the only reason that we went into so, uh, social distancing um, was to protect the, the hospitals, make sure they had enough stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. It didn't have anything to do with the disease. Right. It's still there. Right. Yeah. People You're absolutely right. have forgotten that it's. Yeah, right. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you, Sharon Lee. Um, and that's actually the truth. I mean, at the end of the day, and, and different people have different takes on this, and that's okay. Um, but you make your own informed decisions. The fact is, COVID-19 is still there, and it's still as contagious as it ever was. When we were doing the social, the original social distancing and the stay home order, that was about not overwhelming the hospitals. Yeah. But, but we've started to sort of confuse some of that. And at the same time, like at my house, I'm like, I don't want us to get sick with this. I just am not in the mood. Yeah. Well, and again, yes. And then that's what drives my decisions. Yeah. And again, people can choose whatever they want, whether it's rational, irrational or otherwise, so long as they're following the actual, you know, prescriptions put forth by, um, our state. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is important to remember that, that very point, I thought it was uh, good that she mentioned it, that we didn't stay home to avoid getting the disease per se. We stayed at home to avoid getting the disease at the same time mm-hmm. to slow the spread of the disease. Exactly. Um, but the assumption is that a lot of people were still going to get it, but we wanted to make sure those who were at the highest risk had resources to help keep them healthy mm-hmm. or at least survive what was coming. Mm-hmm. So, we also have another color. Who do we have on the line, Halls? Kristen. Hello, Kristen. Restaurants are open, Kristen. Are you going? Uh, We are, but cautiously, and I have two words. Free dessert. Hmm? What? Who's got free dessert? My husband's birthday is tomorrow. Mine is Tuesday, and our anniversary is July 1st. Well, congratulations. And yes, you most certainly better get some free dessert out of the deal. Exactly. And the thing is, I'm very cautious. I will say we ate at an outdoor restaurant, and I did notice the server lifted our glass to fill the water, and I thought, okay. And I'm very germaphobic, ironically. So, I mean, you would think I wouldn't be going out. But I I thought, uh, you know, just pour it without touching people's glasses. Mm, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm very mindful. I also, believe it or not, had a small pump of Purell on the table I well, brought with us. So, so I do that all the time. I'm, I'm, and we wore masks, you know, inside, so I'm being respectful of the, the uh, COVID virus itself. But, yeah, we're going. Have a fun time and happy birthday yeah, and happy anniversary. Thank you so much. I mean, you can't get free dessert at home, so yes. Right? You really do have to go out to get free dessert. Well, Janie gets free dessert because I make it for him. Well, there you so go. Hey, okay, look at that. Do we have anybody else on the line there, Holly? No. All right. Well, fine. Be that um, way. Fine then. Um, I Are you say, doing it? Today, no. Tomorrow, maybe. The next day, I don't know. Um, I make my choices on a moment-to-moment basis. So 
uh, one day I felt really comfortable with the idea of going and eating on a patio. And it was a really hot day and we had to cancel our reservation and did takeout instead. And then since then, I've decided I don't know if I feel okay about going. I I just, I it's, I don't know. Yeah. And so here's what I do know. I am not, I feel comfortable eating good food that I've ordered at my house. I feel 100% yeah. comfortable doing Now, there that. was a time when, I, like, in the very beginning, I was not comfortable doing that right away. And then it took some time, but then I'm, like, totally fine with it right. now. Um, but, yeah, I think this is just all, like, we're all sort of feeling it out. Right? And the more we kind of let that cord out a little bit, the more we'll get comfortable with certain yeah. things. And, you know, like I said, someday, and sometimes I'm comfortable with the weirdest things that nobody else would be comfortable with, right? Like, I'm comfortable with having friends come over to my house and sit in my front yard and social distance and hang out. Yep. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But other people might not be. Uh, all right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Prince Andrew... He's still gross. Still nasty. We're going to talk about how gross he is when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Prince Andrew's nasty. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. This is My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, Prince Andrew. He's such a dirty ugh. He's a dirty ugh. Yeah, right? Okay, what's the latest on okay. Prince Andrew? And so, why is he such a dirty dog? Well, reportedly he wants to go back to his old life, you guys. Now... Which old life? I don't know if that's like the old man pervert life, because I didn't know he ever left it. Um, Not quite sure. I think perhaps, as is indicated in this Vanity Fair piece, that the old life, this uh, dusty, perverted, possibly sex offender royal... Um, wants to get back to involves the one where he just goes around um, collecting money and shaking hands and doing stuff for charity. Working for the family business mm-hmm. as a public royal, mm-hmm. right? And then shaking down the public. That's another story. But that's what this, this particular piece in Vanity Fair talks about. But I don't care about that because the real nugget of juicy gossip in this piece involves some shenanigans that were going on on the part of Prince Andrew that we haven't even ever talked about. Oh, there's other shenanigans? Yes. So apparently, you know, like he's, uh, for those of you who may not remember Prince Andrew, he stepped down last, uh, at the end of last year from his role. And then officially retired like last week. Yeah, exactly. So he stepped down um, after he had this like really, really crappy interview because he's been connected with, um, serial rapist sexual trafficker jeffrey epstein they were like besties um and he tried to do damage control with this interview um but he did more damage exactly he he controlled some damage onto his face and career Mm -hmm. um so he went bye-bye well um that happened for those of you who didn't know But also, there were other parts of his life that we have not really given much thought to because we've been so focused on, like, his grossness. And it includes connections with business people and some stuff going on with one of his charities. Now, 
apparently amidst all this criticism that uh, you'll remember we've discussed where the U.S. government's trying to get him to talk about his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein mm-hmm. and what he might know about Jeffrey Epstein's crimes, right? Well, apparently the U.K. government's charity commission has found out that his charitable trust violated the law, and the way they violated the law mm-hmm, should make you raise an eyebrow. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. So in a statement, this commission said that the charity paid uh, several hundred thousand pounds, so like ha- close to half a million dollars, to a former trustee who Aww. was, wait for it, an employee of Andrew's household. Okay, so, that's fishy. So for a period of five years, uh, the former trustee, uh, who was an employee of Andrew's household, was getting close to half a million dollars in money that should not have been paid out to her. And it's a her. And don't think when I first uh, read that, I didn't think, what kind of stuff is she covering up? Yeah. And her name apparently is Amanda Thirsk. She was thirsty for some money. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was the employee who allegedly received these improper payments. Now, she was his private secretary. Okay. From 2012 until, her resig- until his resignation. A.K.A. she knows stuff. Right? So his charity is paying this lady half a million dollars? Okay, this is... Now, she is also the one, by the way, who played a role in organizing that interview that he did. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Anybody? Anyone? This is just dirty, and it's so dirty, dirty, dirty that I love that, like, everybody's focused on, like, the, you know, the juicy dirty but there is some dry ass dirty over here that people <laughs> should be paying attention to. Like it may not be as sexy. Yeah, but there's something sexy underneath all that. Right? That yeah. Dry pile. <sighs> yeah. So anyway, the other thing that this Vanity Fair article lays out about Prince Andrew is that, you know, he hired um a PR firm to sort of do damage control to rest his his image back. And it's just it's so bizarre to me that like it's such a dinosaur way of dealing with the world that we right. live in right now. Like, oh, I know, I'll hire this PR firm that does crisis management to take me out of... I just don't feel like that formula is going to be very successful uh, in the moment we find ourselves right now because people are very savvy. Like, it was just clear when he sat down for that interview what he was trying to do, and that was not tell the truth, right? Well, and that's... and I said this yesterday. I've said it. I'll say it again. The thing about... Uh, about Prince Andrew is he has been raised in a system that has allowed him to create his own reality mm-hmm. or at least has convinced him that we will all believe the reality that he spits at us. And in doing so, he's not hiding things very well at all. No, and he doesn't even know that he's not because he's so, again, obtuse. Yeah. To, um, like the fact that we're not dumb. Like, uh, uh, And again, that's why I just think this particular moment is or that particular way of handling i'm gonna hire a crisis management team as if we all haven't been through this a hundred times with people doing this we know what that looks and smells like we know that that's not that's not an opportunity to tell us the truth that's an opportunity to make it look like you're telling exactly like you i mean people hire crisis management firms for tons of reasons but in this situation where there's really no 
actual crisis to the rest of the world. He's just having a personal crisis. The management of that is really about finding out how to twist the lies to make us not think something's going on. Yeah. When guess what? Something's going on. Something is clearly going on. This dude is like straight up uh, avoiding talking to law enforcement for a case that has actual victims, sex trafficked victims. And he's like, I can't be bothered to talk to you people. He's gross. When we come back, as if that wasn't enough dumb people doing dumb things, we've got more dumb people doing more dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots are coming at you after this on My Talk 1071. Holly, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. We've got some dumb people doing dumb things to tell you about. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Oh, I hope she's not a listener to this show, but she could be. Mm. Need to tell you about 35 years young Heidi Ruth Mueller. Mm. She did something recently, you guys, that earned her crazy, stupid, not just crazy, stupid idiot status, crazy, stupid, COVID status. She's a COVID idiot. Do you know why? (sighs) Did she spit on some produce? No, she did not spit on a produce. Okay. On a produce. But what she did do, mm. had done, did done, do do. She did not do do. Well, I have to take you to um, a little place about 80 miles north of our fair metropolis okay. called North Mankato. Okay, that would be south. Mm-hmm. <laughs> south. To North Mankato. Yes. I thought that's weird because isn't Mankato south? But maybe North Mankato's north. No. It is. It's there's... north of Mankato, okay. but it's south of the Twin Cities. Okay, great. Sounds good. Um, 80 miles. Mm-hmm. So not anywhere we're going to go anytime soon. But you might just want to go find out what happened to this lady. Okay. What so here's what had happened. Have you been to a Menards? Oh my gosh, my roommate used to work at the Menards in North Mankato. Oh, you save big money. Yeah, because North Mankato, so Mankato is only a few miles from St. Peter, which is where Gustavus is, which is where I went to college. So Mankato is like the next like big town yeah. over where we would do, that's where our target was. And that's where the Menards was, where my roommate Liz worked. Well, I wonder if your roommate Liz was there the day mm. that Heidi Ruth Miller came to town oh dear what happened at so the apparently she attempted to walk into the business and an employee waved over and said hey lady um thanks for coming to menards today but you're gonna need to wear a mask at the store per our policy now that did not sit well with heidi ruth miller because Ooh, she's she one of them that. people who's like 
Mask! You don't tell me what to do. This is America. I don't have to do nothing. And they said, well, but uh, Real quick. Real quick question. Mm. Was she wearing shoes? That is a great question. Was she wearing a shirt? Probably. Oh, okay. Okay, so when they tell her that she needs to wear shoes and a shirt in order to get service... She was able to do that, yeah. but the mask part was really yeah, pushing her over the edge. that's just a bunch of hooey yeah. and lies. Okay, just checking. Just checking. Anyway, things. that led to a quarrel because, of course, store policy. They're like, ma'am, that's just our policy. If you would like to come into our store, you're going to have to wear a mask. Here's one if you would like it. To which she said, um, no, and I don't know what she actually said. But what I will say is that that um, argument turned into a quarrel that was of a brief nature uh, which is when the uh, lady that we have met, Heidi Ruth Mueller, decided she was going to grab the face of the Oof. worker that told her to wear a mask, Oof. pulled his mask down. <gasps> then no. another worker comes along, intervenes, tells the lady that she's got to leave. Ms. Mueller then slaps the first employee in the face, rips his mask off, throws it in the garbage... She then fled on foot, technically feet, I believe, uh, got it to her car and left. Now, the good news is, the good news is, um, they had closed circuit surveillance and um, they had apparently gotten about 40 tips fingering the woman. You don't say. Yeah. They were able to finger her Hmm. uh, just by seeing her in the parking lot. You guys, is is it worth it, all of that? Did you try to find her on Facebook? I desperately. I know. Desperately I knew that's tried. what you were doing. I could totally tell. <laughs> it's very. It's a fruitless effort. It's a fruitless uh, effort. Because there, there is a yeah. woman, but... There's you, many. But many. there's a lot, and they do... They are local, so it's hard to know. But if you're out there, ma'am, <laughs> do better. You can just wear the dumb mask. I mean, again, wearing, wearing a shirt, check. Wearing shoes, check. Service? Like, yeah. I get that we're all kind of, you know, a little on edge because of the world we find ourselves in, but that doesn't require you to take it out on someone at a Menards. Right? Is it worth I mean, again, like, I just asked the question husband. is it worth it? I just don't feel like it's worth it. At the point that you're pulling someone's face, Oh, she already has three misdemeanors. Well, is that any surprise? I guess no. Law enforcement was told by the employee that he was fearful for his own safety. So she was clearly not in a mood or she was clearly in a mood. Well, I mean, yes, I think that that was abundantly clear. Uh, For our next story, we are going to Rome. Wow. Italy? When in Rome. International. Mm -hmm. I would like to go there. I want to tell you about cousins David Zukanovic, and he's forty, and his cousin, forty-six-year-old Lil Ahmedovic. They were in a prison in Rome for a previous crime, and on June second, they broke free from the clink. Whoa. They did. Uh, overnight, on June 2nd, they scaled a wall using a water hose that had been left in the courtyard. To which I would say, hey, prison people, 
maybe don't leave a hose out in the courtyard. You'd think. Start there. Yeah. Now, what was interesting, though, about this prison break is that um, a note was left behind by the two criminals. Okay. What was the note? The note said, we'll be back in 15 days to prison. So, like, don't like, come don't find worry us. We'll about be back. us. We'll be back. We just have some business to tend to. And in the note that they left in their did cell, they leave a forwarding address. They did not leave a forwarding address, but they explained why they fled the prison and why they would be back. They said they were driven by quote the need to protect their children from a nasty business they had gotten themselves into. And they specified that only they could make things right because you know why? Because why? Their wives were also in jail. Oh, wow. Who's watching the kids? But at the, I know, at the very end of the signed note, they promised they would be back in 15 days once they sorted everything out. Did they come back? They, that, well, I don't know because it hasn't been 15 days. Oh. <laughs> This happened on the 6th, so or sorry, the 2nd. So we still have a few more days. We have six more days to find out if they're coming back. Um, they started serving their sentences, or they are serving sentences, until 2029 for nonviolent crimes, which include fraud and receiving stolen goods. So I think they got like hooked up with some not so nice people and they need to help I their f- kids sort it out. I feel like they're not coming back I don't know. because don't you think they would know where their kids are? I mean, can we just be honest though? Like there's something kind of hilarious about like, I'll, we'll be back in 15 days. Like maybe they think, well, okay, then the people in the jail will like be like, wait. Oh, they'll be like, back. Oh, we'll wait. Which gives them a nice 15 day head start. Yeah. Like, I, like on day 15, they're like, Oh, I guess they're <laughs> Wait, not coming back. Where are back. they? I thought we they were coming back. We should probably start looking for them now. Too late. Ah, well, the, here's the good news. It's Italy in a pandemic. I don't think they're getting True. far. True. Although I don't know what Italy's on lockdown still or not. but I, They're slowly opening. Um, That was where, where was that in Italy? Rome. Because I would like to, oh, Rome. Rome. Yes. When in Rome. Rome, when you want to. Yep, there Rome you go. around the world. Do you want to go to Waffle House? Um, desperately, which reminds me, I still have waffles to make for you. But yes, yeah. Uh, hey, B. You know lady. what? Do, can I tell you really quickly? Okay, so everybody, here's what happened. <laughs> I totally forgot. I got waffle mix for all of us from Waffle, from waffle House because you can buy Waffle House waffle mix. The thing I keep forgetting, I keep on going, oh, I'm going to go make those waffles right now. And Matt will say to me, did you already mix the mix? Because you're supposed to mix it the day before. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's so technical. I know. And I want to make them good for you. And the reason I'm making them for you is because I have a waffle iron and you don't. Oh, my God. What a Rudy Tuesday. (laughs) Well, I don't want a waffle iron. Do you have a quesadilla maker? Because I do rude bragger <laughs> but i never make quesadillas because i'm pretty sure you just need a pan to make a quesadilla yeah i don't know uh but i do have a green egg um sorry do okay. you have ham though you are so rude tell me that you understood that because you sat there for a second i did okay. i did all right go but on. i was like oh green egg 
Oh, my God. All right. Um, okay, so I want to take you to Waffle House. I told you that, right? Yes. The That's reason... how we got on the waffles. I, I, The reason I wanted to tell you that okay. before our boss comes in and fires us all okay. is that a guy broke into a Waffle House, you guys. I mean, I get it. Now, most people, when they break into a business after hours, they are there for one reason. That is to steal money. Mm-hmm. This guy did not steal money. Ooh, I love these. I love these burglars. The ones that go in there to do things like go to the bathroom or like make themselves breakfast. Uh, you're pretty on the nose there because this guy broke into the Waffle House to make himself a meal. <laughs> oh, wait for it. Not just one meal, three meals. Oh, and then he ate each one of those meals and then he stole a box of disposable gloves and left. <laughs> The fascinating thing about this is the photo of the dude. He's wearing a suit. He looks like he just came oh, from like a, a business meeting. Look at that. He's like, I'm hungry for waffles and I need some gloves. Yeah, like I'm uh, just going to grab me some gloves because I'm practicing some uh, healthy, you know, behaviors during the time of COVID. Can I ask a question of you? Mm. If you broke into a waffle house... Mm -hmm. Would you automatically how to know how to go about making Zero yourself some chance. waffles? I'd be like, I don't even know where. Like, how do you make waffles? How do I turn this thing on? <laughs> they have a very efficient kitchen situation at the Waffle House. I um, will say they do. do well, it's very broken up by role. Mm -hmm. Like, there's like the egg person. There's mm. like a griddle person. And then there, like, there's the order person. That's amazing. At least that's what I remember. Holly, do you have anything else to add? Yeah. Well, everyone is at their stations and then you can see it making because Waffle Houses, a lot of them have the diner set up where you can sit at the counter and mm -hmm. you can watch them assemble your food. Mm -hmm. Gosh, it's been way too long since I've been to a Waffle House. I'm telling you, there's nothing better. I, you don't have to tell me. I already knew. I, mean, I just did. I said I didn't need to know. But I did tell you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, <laughs> it's time to play a game. That game is the throwback live. live. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.